Welcome to House Plans. Glad you could be with us this morning. Chris and JD from County Bank Mortgage in the house. Keith Clark from the Buyer's Broker. What's happening, Keevers? Wages are going up. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> prices are going up, but not fast. You well, talking about real estate prices? prices you talking set about? another oh. new record? Really? So that must be pre-downturn. Number. But Keith, it doesn't matter what you list it as for what you sell it for. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what set a record. <laughs> the number of days in a row I've been hacking and coughing. <laughs> been sick for I've 10 days. Say, it's been, no, it's yeah. two weeks going. I mean, it's crazy. Well, turn your head. I feel pretty good. Did you turn your head the other way? I know, I know. <laughs> you don't want none of this. I mean, you feel okay, but... But you can't you know, stop coughing. But you can't stop coughing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I heard it start on my side of the hall. It always starts at one point and then makes a circle through the whole. And now I avoid it. Like I don't know why. That's why. That's lucky. why you go over there. Chris got his door closed yeah. and locked. Yeah, with the fan on, yes. disinfectant. But uh, well, I got some other bad news this week. I don't know. If, I don't know if I even told Chris this because I've been not. so out of it this week. Simone got engaged. Uh oh, that. that's JD. good news. Not congratulations. Bad news. No, no, no. That's, 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 actually, <laughs> actually, he's a great guy. We're happy, for, we're happy house. for them. <laughs> You're happy for them. Yeah. How's your checking Not account? Not so happy for it? the checking account. <laughs> yeah. Mary and I chuckled about it. It's already gone from. Yeah, we're just going to do a little thing in the woods. To invite hey, nobody. To, we need to buy five acres yeah. in the woods. So yeah. that we can design it the way we want. Yes. And what do you think about having these streamers in the trees oh my and gosh, we want different man. colors and they can glow and we're going to set up these spotlights? Is it yeah. kind of like that now? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's way out of yes. hand. And listen, Jennifer this, is not having any of that small wedding <laughs> stuff. <laughs> no. I'll tell you, I got married 108 years ago and the funniest thing. So my mom, you know, had. As a mom would have, she had her vision of what it was going to look like. And so there's this florist in town, and she's like, I've been to 10 weddings this guy's done. We got to go. We <laughs> got to go talk this to this guy. guy. And I yeah. said, look, Andrew's going to decide, but we'll go talk to the dude. We went and talked to the dude, and he just went on and on and on and on and on. And uh, at the end, he said, you know, that'll cost you twelve. And I said, twelve hundred? He said, No, twelve thousand. <laughs> yeah, twelve hundred. And, and this was in That's what you owe me today yeah. just for showing up. And this was in nineteen ninety. And I said, Pass. Yeah. You know, and, and I think we found somebody that do almost the exact same thing for twelve hundred. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, she I will give Jennifer credit. You know, I've already I've already had like three conniptions this week. <laughs> and uh but they have found they have found the perfect place. It's inexpensive. <laughs> so some I mean Relatively speaking, and um, it so far she has done pretty good on it. So we'll see how. It when is up. the wedding? I got one year to save oh, up. Oh, you got one year yeah. to yes. save up. Here you get a second job. Listen, I'll tell I, you, let me tell you a funny story. So <laughs> Simone walks in and she cares nothing about sports. Okay, at right. all. Yeah. I mean, she she kind of watches a little baseball because her fiance likes it. But so she walks in. She goes, "Yeah, we're really thinking about a September or October wedding." And Drew Drew stands up and goes, "Well, I can tell you, I'm not going to be there. <laughs> that's college football. <laughs> you better pick a non-home yeah, week. That's right, yeah, that's right. That's right. And somebody was just flabbergasted. Yeah. Uh, oh that's my gosh, pretty, that is, is funny. pretty funny. I like it that. Is, yeah. So September or October next year. Well, they're going to do. Well, you know, the good news for me, Keith, is that means he's going to have to originate some loans so that <laughs> yes, he can pay for it. He's motivated. Back he's, to the back to the origination yeah. game. So, speaking of, if you're um, need to refi or <laughs> get pre qualified, JD Nelson is your guy. Ask JD. Yeah. That's, that's exactly right. 
Well, you know, that's why I tell the guys every time I find out somebody in the office is pregnant, I'm like, yes. Yeah, They're right. going to have to work harder for much longer now. Yeah, that's right. It'll that's take right. 22, 25 years to get them off the payroll. What it used to be, what, a quarter million dollars is what a kid costs? Is that is that number accurate? I think or that it, was a long time ago. Yeah, that been, was yeah. a long time ago. Trust me, I'd hate to go back. And... No, I'm talking about per week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it feels like that. It does sometimes, yes. Well, speaking of which, I get to go, uh, you know, we talk a lot on the show about owning investment properties and things like that. And I'm lucky enough to have one in the Columbia that my daughter lives in. And so today I get to go play handyman. Actually, oh, this is a fine. really good conversation. Yeah. The, tor- the, the torture of owning a rental property, right? <laughs> so when you've got a, a, a great tenant, it's fantastic. Yeah, but when you have to do maintenance or improvements. My daughter's the tenant. I know she is, miserable. and you're paying it. You pay on time, right? I, I do. Yeah, I pay on time, but then every time some, something gets broken, yeah. guess who gets to go fix yeah. it? Dad. Daddy. Yeah. That's exactly right. Well, we got uh, Robert Ortega from uh, Spartanburg on the phone, but Robert, we got to head to this break. I appreciate your call. If you'll hold through this break, you'll be the first call we take when we get done ranting and raving about whatever we're talking about today. Um, if you do have a question about buying, selling, or anything to do with the real estate, you wouldn't know it from the first 12 minutes, but this is a real estate show. You can give us a shout at 866-442-7553, or you can hit us up on the text line 71307. That's 71307. Chris and J.D. from County Bank Mortgage, and, of course, Keith Clark here from The Buyer's Broker. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back. You're listening to House Plans. J.D. and Chris from County Bank Mortgage. Keith Clark with the Buyer's Broker. We are taking your phone calls today, 866-442-7553. The text lines are open as well at 71307, so give us a ring or text us. Talk about buying, selling, anything to do with real estate. And uh, appreciate Robert holding on through the first break there. Let's go over to him in Spartanburg. Hey, Robert, how are you? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing today? We're great. great. Just cracking up, smile on me when I hear that uh, somebody's getting married. Oh, uh, yeah. Everybody loves a good wedding, except JD, the father JD of the needs bride. you to send him a couple of deals. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's yeah, right. most definitely. That's, that's what I'm calling for. But, uh, nonetheless, I'm, I'm just calling for a little plug. Um, today at the Keller Williams Spider-Man office, we're having a shredding event, meaning that those who are planning to move and trying to get rid of all documents, papers, and whatever. We'll do the favor for them. So it's a help to the community. Robert, uh-huh. you need to call my dad because <laughs> he, he, uh, he comes up to the office. He, 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 my dad's 80 years old. Yeah. And uh, he's one of those old bankers that holds on to everything. Right. Yeah. So he walked oh, up wow. with like his 1970s tax returns to the office the other day, and he's like, "Do you think I could put these in y'all shredder?" And I'm like, "You know, yeah." He goes, "You don't think I need to keep them, do you?" And I'm like, "You know, uh, no, probably safe." Yeah. yeah. Where? Tell me where it is, Robert. Where's the location? The location is the Keller Williams Spider offices in Reedville Road. Oh, actually, precisely John B. White and Blackstock Road. Okay. Yeah, right I know where that is. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a great good. that's a great service to the community. Yeah, Everybody, so usually you have a you know a couple of boxes that you just keep hanging. You don't want to throw them away. Um, you don't typically have a place to go shred them. It's not something that's readily available. Yeah. Right. And, and this this would be a great opportunity for the local 
uh, citizens of Spartanburg. And Robert, you'll be there with your business cards, right, <laughs> to be in, um, meeting Most people. Of, well, it, there, there is a group of fifteen of us. There you go. We we hired this big truck that is going to do the work. Yes. And, um, and, and so they're going to shred them on site, which is the way to do yeah. it. Yeah, awesome. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's funny you talk about how people need it. I have a box of stuff like that in my car yeah. right now. Right. Yeah. Well, that, I what to do with it. Need yeah. to take it to the office and shred. Yeah. In your case, yeah. you can do it, but most people don't have access to yeah. it. Yeah, and, and right. of course, I'd love to come by today, but as you probably heard in the preamble to the show here, I have to, I have to go play handyman in Columbia today. Yeah. Well, tell us okay. one more time. Well. Tell us one more time. What's the address, uh, Robert? Yeah, the address is John B. White Boulevard and um, a block away from Blackstock Road in Spartanburg, South Carolina. It's yeah, awesome. the west side, very close to the Westgate Mall. Yep. Um, it's going to be 15 of us promoting the business altogether. And obviously, we're going to try to focus on bringing some business to you as well. Yeah. All right. Keller well, listen, Williams. Robert. Yeah. Keller Williams up in Spartanburg. If you got things to shred, they'll be open today, and they'll be looking you for you to come by. You can meet the famous Robert Ortega. That's exactly right. Well, listen, Robert, we appreciate uh, you giving us a shout and giving us a heads up. By all means, all, all the right. best to you guys. Have all a right. appreciate it. Have a good Same one. to you. Have a good one. Well, listen, if you've got a question about buying, selling, anything to do with the real estate, do give us a uh, shout today. You can reach us at 866 866- 442-7553, or you can hit us up on the text line at 71307, uh, 71307. So um, I always like to uh, talk about what happened last week. So I, I uh, had a, this happen twice last week, so I, I wanted to talk about it, and one actually involved Keith. And so I thought it would be good to talk about when you are uh, writing a contract to buy a house, and there's some personal property that's going to transfer, what do you need to do? Yeah, that's good. That's a very good one. It's it is. And, and, you know, it used to not be such a big deal. I, right. It, it was not something that was flagged by the underwriter. Everybody kind of understood. Yeah. You know. that, that there's certain things in the property that typically uh, – transfer then there's some gray area by the yes way, that's right that we can and that's a good subject to talk about yeah i think when uh it happens from time to time uh particularly if it's a property up on a lake that's a rental or something like that but in this particular case uh you know we start with we being the underwriters and the you know what the fanny and freddie guide says is if it's attached it can stay it's considered part of the house. so Real property, do, what we yeah, refer to yeah. as real property. Right. Drapes, uh, maybe even a television that's attached. Appliances, while your refrigerator's not attached. If that transfers, it's no big deal. But I had two things this week that were interesting. One of them was down in Greenwood, and we'll talk about that one in a second. But it was a, 25, uh, a, a golf membership to a club that was valued at $25,000. Oh, wow, yeah. Okay, so... That creates a that little. That does not. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's a bump yeah. in the road, and so, um, and then the other deal we had was where a I guess the the best way to say it is that there was some uh, not attached theater seating in a media room, that when you looked at the picture it was hard to say it has no value, right? Because right. it was class A grade one stuff, right. probably cost a thousand dollars a chair, and there was twelve of them, and so. What, what we're looking for on the lender side is, is that considered an inducement to purchase? Uh, just like if the bar, if the seller said, you know, 
this 78 uh, Cadillac that I got, I'm just going to leave that in the garage. Mint condition. You know, and, and, and those kind of things did happen. And so, you know, Keith and I had a great conversation about it back and forth. We sent it to the underwriters. The underwriters interpreted it and said, you know, this type of thing could be considered an inducement to purchase. And so you really have two choices when you get in that situation. You can take it off of the purchase price and use that lower number. But then guess what you got to do? You got to have it appraised. You got to right. have somebody independent give you an opinion. Or you can do the other, which is handle it outside of closing on a separate bill of sale, which is what I would recommend to most people yeah. listening. And that's really what you should do at the beginning. Now, in in my case, or uh, I've seen this come up more than once over the last several years, and it just seems to be more and more prevalent. So the key is getting it correct before it goes to underwriting, right? Correct, yes. Because yes. once and it goes to underwriting, then you, it's actually part and parcel of the entire process of approving a loan. Yes, and if you want to make it super clean, you want to get it done like we did, even before the appraisal. Yes, that's because, right. because oh, no, the appraisal, it will show up on the appraisal. That's correct, because, yep. you know, one of the things that the appraiser has to have is he has to have the entire appraisal, I mean, the entire contract, and so if he sees it on there, he's going to be alert to it, and then he may comment as to what he thinks the value of it and is. And he'll also, if he sees it on the contract and it's not there, He'll comment on it. He could. And so, uh, you know, the second example that we had. So, well, let me go back to that one. So the first piece of advice is if you're planning on transferring non-attached personal property, you need to do it separate from the real estate contract, do a separate contract for that property and handle it outside of the deal. To um, make it easy. To make it easy. and, And it won't come up at all. Uh, I also know that if you're, if you're using the contract, I guess, Keith, I don't know the name of the, it's the uh, state contract. Well, but if you're using the one up in Oconee that they use a lot of times, it'll already have an addendum in there. They use a document. They yes. use a document that mm, talks about it. supplemental document. Like a checklist. Yep. And so you would want to review that to make sure, you know, what's transferring, what's not transferring, and that kind of thing. Um, and then the second thing is, so the deal that we had uh, with the golf membership, not on the contract at all, not mentioned, but guess who found it? The appraiser. Wow. The appraiser put in the appraisal that the golf membership will transfer at a value of $25,000. Wow. And so in this case, it was a townhouse, I believe, being purchased for $200,000. And so... That's 10% of the value. And so when we run the deal through automation, we have to, instead of treating the purchase price as $200,000, we have to take that twenty-five thousand off and treat the loan to value and everything about the loan at one seventy-five. Now, in this particular case, the the borrower was putting down a hundred grand, so it didn't it impact the ability yeah, to do right. the deal. But had it been somebody putting down twenty thousand, it would have changed the numbers. Yeah. Now, how did the appraiser discover it? Was it in the very familiar? We use our panel is a very local panel. Yep. And they were very familiar with the neighborhood, and so they asked the question, what are y'all – I know this property comes with a golf membership. What are y'all doing? And they said, oh, well, we're just going to give it to them as part of the deal. And so, once again, valued at $25,000, it could be tre- – because it's a lifetime membership tied to the property. It could be treated as an inducement to purchase. You know, I'm going to give you this $25,000 thing. I remember one time, this was back 10 years ago, Chris, you probably remember this, um, guy had one of these high-end basketball goals at his house, 
and and the underwriter made us verify that the, the <clears throat> there was no value given yep. to the basketball goal. You know, so there's a lot of things. It could be inside the house. It could be outside the house. It could be something that's not even included with the house. Like if a, it's not typical, then it's probably going to be brought and up. And typically, right. Chris, there's some gray areas in the industry as a whole that what we're talking about are customary, local cust- customary uh, uh things that the real estate community do does and sure. in some markets they don't transfer <clears throat> the refrigerator does or does not transfer so in our market typically it is not considered real property sure so if you want it you have to write it in and then this the another item that's come up in recent years are what about brackets for televisions right sure so that the the bracket itself sometimes they're not inexpensive sure is attached to the wall i will tell you from our perspective if it's attached, we generally will ignore it. So even if there's a 65-inch television attached to that bracket, as long as it's not specifically drawn out in the contract of having a value, then we, if it's attached, we will typically ignore it. But if it's extraordinary, uh, like the media room, so you got a, a $12,000 projector maybe right. that is attached to the – we may have a question about that, but you're right. I mean, it. Well, but here's the problem: if you on the real estate side, if you don't enumerate it and you show up for the walkthrough and it's, it's gone, not there, and it's gone. Particularly things like television window treatments, by the way. So typically, we would consider that the rods, yep, are and blinds that are attached to the to yes. the window, and, and window treatments are okay. But the drapes are personal property, yep. although the uh, blinds and the rods are real property, sure. or would would uh, convey. Now, everybody will have their. If my my real estate friends are, would call in right now and say, Keith, that's not right. The blinds, we consider the blinds personal property, sure. And I would consider them real property. But here's the issue: if you don't want to have a a, a problem, a problem, or in fact, you know, typically. I mean, these things can cause closing to be postponed. Sure. And if, if you've eliminated all the goodwill in the transaction, you may only have just a little bit left at closing, and this could be something that blows literally the blows yes. the deal up. Well, it's like you say, you get rid of all the goodwill, and now you're down to let's get this done, and all of a sudden you walk in, the dishwasher's and, gone. And then guess what usually <clears> happens? <throat> Yeah, I have to pony up. <laughs> hey, that's right. That's that's the so, beauty of the buyer's broker. Well, changing gears a little bit, we do have our first text of the day. If you have a question about buying, selling, anything to do with the real estate, you can hit us up on the text line at 71307. Or, of course, we're always ready to take your call at 866-442-7553. And this is a great question. I know, J.D., you work on this a lot. But can you explain the, the benefits and differences of a HELOC, home equity loan, and refinancing with cash out. Yes. And so, you know, I think it all starts with uh, the difference in the product. So let's talk a little bit about what the general goods and bads yes. are pluses and we minus. Got about of a minute a, left for the break. Of, so here we go. You know, the, I, had this, I had the same talk conversation. Talk about rate. Yeah, I had the same conversation with a client yesterday, and they were going to take $30,000 cash out to do some home improvements on their house and renovations. And we talked about the home equity line of credit. 
you know, one of the disadvantages of that is it's going to, typically going to be based off of prime. It's going to be a variable rate. A lot of times you can get interest-only payments and that sort of thing, but you've got to be comfortable with the variable rate feature. Yeah, so the rate is going to move. Yes. Prime is going to be north of five. Yes, five and, and a half. And it could be prime plus something. It could be, exactly. Okay. So you've got to be comfortable with that. On home equity loan, typically going to be a fixed term. So you might be 10, 10 years, years, 15 years. Yeah. Probably a fixed rate, probably higher than prime when you get that. And then, of course, refinancing with cash out, that means you're taking your first mortgage, adding the cash out to it, and then refinancing that on a 15, 20, or 30, or whatever you might want to do. And then you have you typically have a fixed rate on that regard, too. I've got some more comments on this. Yeah, we'll sure. tackle right after the bottom of the hour break here. You're listening to House Plans. We'll be back right after this to talk about that topic. Welcome back. You're listening to House Plans. Chris and JD in the house from County Bank Mortgage. Keith Clark from the Buyer's Broker talking real estate today. We'd love to hear from you, 866-442-7553. Or you can hit us up on the text line at 71307. That's 71307. We do have free calls and text in the second half awesome. of the show. Great job. So, good, good decision. You know, all those guys that called early, they paid too much. They did. They did. <laughs> all right, let's get back to their topic. So, Tell you so, about the, let me just tell you specifically about this deal I had yesterday. So we closed a loan uh, for a nice couple over in Taylor's about a year ago, or excuse me, about 10 years ago. They did an FHA loan, put 3.5% down, bought the house. They've been in that loan ever since, paying about 5 and an eighth. And so they were going to take 30000 out, redo some bathrooms and all this kind of stuff. Got to talking to them, and their exact question was, you know, hey, do we should we do an equity line? Should we do a home equity loan, or should we take a cash out? And so we looked at the pros and cons of each. You know, the other thing, Chris, that we didn't mention before the break is the tax deductibility. Sure. And, of course, with equity lines now and home equity loans, um, Keith, I know, you know you're our resident accountant expert, but I'm not sure you've read the tax code for 2000 and whatever. But, um, you know, now the tax deductibility is in question, and, and I don't think you can write on it the off now, on the HELOC. Yeah, or home equity Depends line. on what accountant you talk to. That's exactly right. So – you know, so they were factoring that into their equation as well. Sure. What we ended up doing on this particular deal was we actually refinanced their current loan at five and an eighth with PMI, FHA, and uh, we refinanced it, dropped them down to the mid fours on a uh, 30 year cash out refinance. Conventional. But also gave them the 20 year fixed option so they wouldn't extend the term that they currently have. Yeah. And I think one way their payment went up a little bit, the other way the payment went down a little bit. They put the thirty grand in their pocket, roll the closing costs in, and and uh, live happily ever after. Well, in that case, they got rid of the permanent MI. They lowered their mortgage rate. They yeah, got the money they point, needed. A little over half point. And it's on a fixed rate now. Exactly. So that was the benefit of that particular deal. There are some advantages to the equity line, um, you know, and that sort of thing, as well as the home equity loan. But, um, you know, it just depends on your situation. Yeah, well, if the first had been at, uh, say, three, three, and a point, half. three and a half or 3.875 with no MI, the math would have been different. It might have been. That's yep. exactly right. Absolutely. Well, listen, we've got, uh, let's see, Robert in Greenville here on the phone uh, talking about some items that were left in the house. Hey, Robert, how are you? What's up, guys? Hadn't called you in a while. It has oh, been a while. It's good to I talk mean, to you. Yeah, I, I've been listening to every show, uh, uh, even over the holidays, even one of the repeats was really good. So I, I've been listening. And, I, you know, today you hit a home run with the topic. 
uh, items left of goodwill or items enumerated or not enumerated. <laughs> yeah. And then the point about the $12,000 overhead projector with a quick disc, with a quick uh, dismount feature, technically the projector is not mounted to or attached to the home. Correct. The $27 that. bracket <laughs> with that round swivel head is. That's you know? right. Yep. Um, now that that's home, gray area, but we would we would agree, yes. Yeah, uh, I had a home that I, I had left some goodwill furniture in and and uh, nice stuff, you know, nice uh, some some odds and ends furniture and some a couple of pictures and you know a couple of items that were kind of heavy to be honest with you. <laughs> and uh, I figured, well, if the buyer doesn't want them, you know, they can get rid of them or give them away or have them hauled off or whatever. And so through the whole thing, they were really nice. What a beautiful home. Did a great job. Only four items on the punch list. Let's go. The day before closing, they called me and they said, hey, we're good, but you got to get all that crap out of the house. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? That's, that's uh, not it's really massive, man. That's like, that's like high-end stuff. Anyway, yeah. so I had to start calling people. You want a whole living room suit, table <laughs> chair, floor? Yeah, you want a credenza? And they're like, Bob, really? I'm like, today, tonight. I mean, you know. So I will I, tell you. The thing is a post you know. Put a post you know on it if they want it and there's no value to it. Put yeah. a post you know. If not, just go ahead and get your crap. I mean, it's, it's their vision and they, they don't want to yeah. see you in their home. I will so tell I'll you shut this. Up uh, can talk, but you I will tell you. run with this topic. Yeah, I will tell you this, Robert. Right. We have, uh, we've had some success with two uh, different entities. Now, this is not really for. Furniture, furniture, but one is uh, J.D. used to be on the board of Greer Relief, and when we updated our office, we called them and said, come pick up whatever you want, and they came yep. and picked it up and took it off. So, you know, I would I would tell you that sometimes they will take it because they want it. And then the second thing is uh, your buddy that owns the used furniture store, J.D. Uh, VBI. Uh, yeah, VBI in downtown Greenville, they'll do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, they'll come pick it up yep. and get it out of your way. So there are ways to get rid of it. But I think it's funny that we were talking about things people wanted to stay, and Robert's thinking about things he's trying to get rid of. <laughs> I'll tell you a funny move. story, Robert. I don't know how it is in your neighborhood or, or even you guys. Anything that we don't want, all we have to do is put it on our street in front of our house. And it's gone. And it is gone. I've never <laughs> hey, seen anything you know, like I it in my entire life. Now. Don't be talking about my cholo friends <laughs> and, and uh, my chilango Listen, friends. Listen, I was cleaning out the garage one day and had some old golf clubs, and these things weren't worth $2. And I put them out. The trash can was out by the street, so I put the clubs next to the um, – uh, next to the trash can. I mean, this thing is dusty, spider-ridden, you know, everything. And it was gone within three minutes. I mean, I went back down there, and they were gone. Well, I'm like, do people just ride me, around? You know. Hey, guys. You know, the- make me give up my big secret. My big secret is the last house I flipped out at Furman, I didn't even get a roll-off dumpster. Yeah. Yeah. I just put the stuff outside. The and just, yeah, it'll be yeah. gone. Well, listen, let's get our next call, Robert. One more, one more thing. The, yeah. okay. the, go net, ahead. Go ahead. the net of the conversation is the key to a good contract is specificity. Yeah. Okay? Cover it all. The Absolutely. more specific, yeah. the better the contract. Thank you for the call, the Robert. Buyer's Thank speaks. you so much, guys. Uh, all right, you. man. Well, listen, we're going to hop over to uh, Mike on a sale. Mike, this, uh, how's it going? Hey guys, doing great. Can you hear me? Okay, it's really yeah, 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 yeah. We, we got it. Okay, uh, I've got a question. We we are selling a condo and we got full price for it, 
we listed it ourselves and the uh, people used a realtor to uh, buy it. But my question is, what are my uh, what are the closing costs going to be? That's what they want me to pay all the closing costs. Oh, that's a good question. Seller yeah, pays closing costs. Well, I think it goes to the same topic we've been talking about. It should be clearly defined in the contract, right, Keith? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, typically, uh, for many years, for a lot of years, you would, uh, and still today, sometimes you'll say three percent. Seller agrees to pay three percent of sales price toward purchasers recurring and non-recurring closing costs. But if it gives a specific number, then you've got to compare to the, compare that to what would be required to to secure the property, what we would refer to as acquisition costs. Yeah, and yeah. of course, I think and he's referring to like the seller pay on the seller side, which right. is the seller typically have. Yeah, so paid. what well, is the contract? Oh, you're talking yeah. about Yeah, what does the contract yeah. say, Mike? Uh, the contract caps the uh, amount at uh, $5,000. Yeah. Yeah, and if, but typically that's not going to include, and of course it depends on how the contract was written, but the seller is typically going to pay $3.70 per thousand towards deed stamps. When you sell the property, that's yep. going to come off your side. And um, deed preparation. And deed preparation, which is usually $250 or so that the attorney is going to charge. Is there anything else, Keith, besides oh, pro yeah, rata yeah. taxes? See, and, uh, typically... Typically, pro rata share of uh, taxes. Yep. HOA, pro rata share of HOA. Yes. Now, um, uh, deed stamps, which you just just mentioned. Yep. De- um, deed preparation. Yep. So those would be normal seller cost uh, in our area. That's the way it's normally done, right? That's right. But if they're saying up to five thousand, on would top be of purchasers that, that could, yeah. well, that's purchaser, yeah. And then the and last thing too high. is. Um, uh, uh, sometimes a home warranty might be included, and that well, may be included. Again, that five, would be a purchaser and the language recurring or non-recurring, right? right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. So does that make sense, well, Mike? Well, uh, we'll talk a little yeah. bit more about that. Too. Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna head into our last break of the day, and okay. then we'll pick up this conversation on the other side of the break. Do you want to hold or listen? No, I'll, I'll let you guys. Talk okay. amongst yourselves. Yeah, okay. That's what we do best. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Appreciate Mike. the call. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Have bye. a good weekend. All right, we're going to head into our final break of the show. If you've got a question or comment, Chris has already said free call, so we can't change that. You get the call, get the free, 866-442-7553-71307 is the text line, 71307. I already have one great text question. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back. If you're listening to House Plans, Chris and JD from County Bank Mortgage in the house, Keith Clark from the buyer's broker in year number 14 <gasps> or 15. I don't know. What year are we in on the show? Uh, I think this it's 15. S- uh, I thought it was 15 or 16. Yeah. Wow. It's been a while. It's been a long time. All right. The free call thing and free text work. So we got some questions to answer. Let's go back to the closing cost question. So um, JD brought up an interesting point as we talked about it during the break, and that is that uh, depending upon the purchase price of the home, as well as the loan to value that the borrower is getting the loan for and the type of loan they're getting, there may be some max as to what the seller can pay. Yeah, so like on a conventional 95% loan, the absolute max that a seller can pay can pay for buyer's closing costs is 3% of the contract. So in that particular situation that um, I believe Mike is the one who had called in, if the contract's written for $150,000, the absolute max 
that the seller can pay allowable is forty five hundred dollars. Yeah, if the it's a ninety five percent loan. Now you go to ninety percent, then you're going to be fine because it drops yeah. to six or whatever. And I think one of the other important math things to do, and we had this happen, we have this happen all the time, is that the contract is written with the uh, you know five thousand dollars worth of closing cost, and when you add all the numbers up at the end. They're thirty eight hundred bucks, and so you got still got that meat on the bone and no place to do it. It's important to realize, especially for the buyer, that <coughs> anything that's above and beyond, you cannot use as down payment. That's correct. And so that money is wasted. So it is important that when you're doing that math, and it generally occurs on a bigger deal, we'll see a deal come down the pipe for for. Uh, uh, for third for three hundred thousand dollars, and for some reason it'll have nine thousand dollars in closing cost on it. So if you don't plan up front about how you're going to use all that nine, and a customized mortgage solution would help you, they would say, "Look, you got forty five hundred dollars worth of cost. Are you going to use this other forty five hundred to buy the rate down?" Now you could do that. You know, but you got to plan that up front. That's not something you do at the table. And if it's not planned up front, guess who wins? Yeah, the, the seller. 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 Yeah, they That's just right. made more money. They- and, and there are a couple of things that come up. You know, you have to write the contract. We were just talking about specificity, how it's written, the language that's used in that seller concession. And then secondly, the scope of inspections can have an impact on the total Cost well, yeah, I mean, cost. you made a comment during the break that the inspections could be how much? They could be eight hundred, a thousand dollars, depending on the scope. If you do yes. an air quality, uh, the CL one hundred, a home inspection, a radon test, you're you're at eight hundred or more dollars for yeah. the home inspection. Not to mention a survey and a survey is another five hundred. Yeah. Yep. So those, uh, on a on a normal size yeah, property, on a, on a uh, it could be lot. two or three thousand if you were buying six or eight acres, right? So you want to make sure, and then really doing the customized mortgage solution up front allows you to determine those closing costs, mm-hmm. uh, the way you structure the loan, right? Well, you know, one of the things I'll tell you too is is uh, we have if you're doing a conventional loan, we have access to a to a and you're getting mortgage insurance. We have access to a mortgage insurance product now that will allow you to take any of that extra money and prepay some of the insurance. So let's say your mortgage insurance is going to be $75 a month, but you got five or $800 worth of money left that you just can't use. You can take that $800 and apply it to the mortgage insurance, and maybe the mortgage insurance, instead of being $74 now a month, is going to be $54 a month. But you got to do that Structure up front. That at the you're, not gonna, you're not yeah. going to do that at the table. Yeah, no. That's the kind of thing that you got to – the, the specificity of, of the customized mortgage solution as well as the contract will, will, will heal all those issues up front as long as everybody knows what's going on. Yeah, and well, what we're talking about is having a team of people. There you go. You've got to have a team of professionals around you to do a high-quality real estate transaction. And really, you know, on the sales side, it's not as complicated, right? You're going you're gonna to go to closing, get your money, and you're going to leave the state. Right now, I'm mm-hmm. just giving you a hypothetical scenario. <laughs> but the buyer goes to the closing, and they bring $200,000 that they have to repay. And when the seller leaves, you won't ever see them again. Right. That's right. But you have the collateral. You have the obligation to take care of the collateral. Sure. And hopefully you've made a wise decision. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, we got another text question that says, do you guys offer <laughs> consulting services for real estate investing? And if so, how much would uh, and what, what do they would consist they consist of? of? Well, I would tell you that, that really we don't really do consulting other than in the normal course of business. So every time J.D. does a customized mortgage solution, I would consider it to be consulting. And we have worked with investors that uh, I remember one was particularly uh, one of uh, Key's customers and built a plan around here's how you can buy these properties and what are you trying to do? What are your goals and objectives? How many do you want? What price point are you looking at? And that's just part of our normal every day. And in this particular case, this borrower used us for a couple up front, then switched to a bank product to acquire some more and then switch back to us when the guidelines change that allow him to buy more on a longer term. So so the consulting that we offer on the county bank mortgage side is a combination of bank products as well as long-term Fannie and Freddie products that will allow you to achieve your objectives when it comes to investment properties. On the other side of that, Keith is uh, you know has as much experience as anybody in real estate and so, you know, when it comes to giving you some inside and outside and helping you with the contracts and helping you with the property searches and helping you with that, that's just part of what you do, oh, right? Oh, yeah, that's part of the bundle of services that a high-quality buyer's agent will do for you. Now, having said that, most of the time I get this question pretty regularly, sure, either an email or a call about I want to invest. And, and there's a lot of... Uh, investors that are just on one or two properties. And my recommendation is I've got a client that just emailed me a couple of weeks ago. He said, Keith, where do I go to start the process of thinking about maybe flipping or investing? And my first step is always to point them to CREA. It, what's it called? Upstate yeah. CREA, yeah. yeah. Upstate CREA, sure. which is an investor club right. where you can find a lot of human resources, a lot of intellectual resources. A lot of resources, very experienced. People uh, that have yep. um, been investing for a long time. And the reason that you want to start there is that most, now not all, I mean, there are a lot of real estate agents that work with investors, but investors usually have to work very hard to find a single property. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of time and effort to find a, a property where the numbers work today. And because of the pricing <clears throat> increases and the activity of the, uh, the, uh, the market being so active, it's not easy to be an investor. Today. Well, Keith, yeah, it's, right. it's nothing to drive up to a red light or a large intersection and see the we, we buy, buy houses, houses. Yeah. we'll pay cash. Yeah. You know, I get uh, at least two or three inquiries a month through mail. Um, hey, I understand you have a property right. at X address because right. they can tell from the tax records whether it's investment. residential mm-hmm. or investment. And and uh, I pay cash any condition close in seven days. Give me a call. And so it is a very competitive market, but it's also a, a great way to build wealth if you can figure it out. But it is a full time job. Um, you know, who's going to rent it? How are you going to manage it? Who's going to fix it up? It's, it's, it's not easy, and, and J.D. and I can tell you both uh, great stories and horror stories. I mean, we bought a property that's in the right side of town today that was in the wrong side of town uh, probably 15 years ago, and we installed, uh, we had uh, roof shingles delivered and installed all brand-new windows in two of the properties and came back the next day, and they were all gone. Wow. 
Now you talking about having a fun. Yeah, and I you're going to spend your Saturday today on one of your investment that's properties. That's exactly right. right. So, yeah. Yeah, and so it's not you, an easy business. It's not, but it can be a great way, particularly in the long term. It can be a great way to build in wealth. the long term. That's yeah. correct. Well, and I think you know, from a financing standpoint, JD, we've seen that broaden. You know, during yeah. the downturn, it was very narrow. Today, you can do an eighty-five percent loan on an investment. Now, you're not going to get the most fantastic rate in the world, but you know, it's priced it's in to go eighty-five. But it's not bad. Let's let's. Let's remember everybody thinks five is bad. Right. You know, um, but if you do what, is it still 75? If you do 75% yeah. LTV, so you're putting 25% down. Probably going to be in the mid fours. It's going to be solid. Yeah, half on a point 30, above. Half yeah. point above. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Half point above. Yeah. You know, I was, you know, you, you talk about long term, you know, Chris, uh, Chris, the property that we own out in Simpsonville, I had a deal that I was looking at and the customer was buying out in that five forks area. And me and Chris have owned this house for I don't know, 15 years maybe yes. or something like that. And so it just got me to thinking. I said, you know what? I don't see what that house. That's a good little house. We did. We did. Yeah, I could not believe what, yeah. what how that thing was worth. I'm like, holy I see cow. JD and AV. I, 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 start, I just got to lean back in my chair and start smiling. I said, yeah. Pump his chest out. I made out. a good one on that. That's uh, a good yeah. one right there. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and, and we don't own many of them now. I mean, we've bought and sold them over the years, but that's not our. We made a decision a long time ago that that's a full-time job. Yep. I mean, I had a buddy that, that would flip 100 houses in a year. And and talk about you know he made an average of twelve thousand dollars on each one and so JD and I said we got to take a peek at that and then when we realized how much work it was we said look that's a full time job and we'd rather make loans yeah and so we we dabble when we we're find a deal that. we buy yeah and we're better at it too and then so I think JD had the exact same thing happen on this house that we have over in Judson Mill um, when we bought the house it was I don't know what we paid for it but it was under fifty. And the last time we had it appraised because of how hot that market is, the the appraiser <laughs> says, "Look, if you do if you do this, this, and this, it's crazy. It'll be is it three bedroom, one bath? It's or a two? three bedroom, one bath. Union Bleachery area is where it is. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and 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 literally the guy said, "Look, if you if you really fix this thing up the way you you know yeah, should, you could sell it and the way, the way you could." He goes, I'd probably have to put a 140, 150k yeah. price tag on. Yeah, it I was like, a what? <laughs> He's like, well, it's close to the Swamp Rabbit. It's That's this, right. it's that. Yeah. He's like, all these young people, you know, need to be living close to downtown. You yeah. Know. So here's the deal. I, I just got to talk. I got to talk JD in when we go to sell it. I need to talk him in to go living in it and making it his primary Prime for two or yeah. five years. And Tax then we free. won't have to pay any capital gains right. on it. Well, as soon as this wedding's over, probably <laughs> you may we'll have to go move over there. That's correct. So, yeah, you may have that, to go move let's over there. Put that on hold and let's just see how it shakes out. So, anyway. You may end up over there anyway. That's, that's exactly right. Well, listen, we appreciate all our listeners, texters, and phone callers. Two Roberts and Mike called today. We really appreciate that. Some really good text questions. So, if you've got a question or need anything during the week, you can always reach us at County Bank at 331-HOME. That's 331-4663. Of course, you can email me directly at askjd at countybankmortgage.com. That's askjd at countybankmortgage.com. We'll be back next week here on House Plans.